0: Professor Wood, what is Extinction Rebellion?
1: So Extinction Rebellion is an international network that's trying to mobilize protest to draw awareness of climate change and to get governments to take bigger action and more quickly. And it's also trying to change uh, the way we make decisions around how we go about addressing climate change.
0: How is it different from the student demonstrations that we've seen recently in Canada and around the world? It's similar in terms of the
1: goals and in terms of the kinds of people that it mobilizes, but it is different in the tactics. So Extinction Rebellion engages in nonviolent direct action where they uh, do dramatic acts, sometimes they even break the law, that are trying to really draw attention and interrupt our daily life. So they occupy urban space in a way that disrupts you know, our commutes, they blockade bridges, In the UK, they were gluing themselves to government buildings. Um, Their protests are often full of, you know, kind of colorful costumes, uh, very dramatic signage, very creative stuff, uh, other kinds of props, all designed to really get the attention of the public and the media.
0: Is there a risk that might be turning inconvenienced people away from what they're trying to do? It
1: certainly is annoying, and that's kind of the point, right, is, is to interrupt and, and annoy people as a way of really getting their attention around the urgency of this question, because while a lot of people may acknowledge uh, the reality of climate change and the need to do something, uh, there's a sense that, uh, an accurate sense that we are not doing enough and we're not doing it quickly enough. And so um, that interruption is understood as, as actually necessary, because, of course, there have been other efforts you know, to lobby government and to get people's attention, but it hasn't resulted in enough action. So we have to take the risk of annoying people um, in order to, you know, really get this uh, attention and really kind of make it a more of a priority for
0: politicians. What are these demonstrations accomplishing? Well, so
1: far, I mean, we're just at the beginning of two weeks of intense protests that uh, Extinction Rebellion is organizing in cities around the world, it is, I think, successful in terms of its immediate goals of getting public attention and media attention. Uh, it has drawn a number of arrests. There were a particularly high number in London, but there were arrests in cities all around the world. So those tended to get media coverage. And they're often followed up by, and they, they have been, not just these protests, but others, like the school strikes. They're followed up by in-depth media coverage that looks at you know the content of the issue, gets more information about... Uh, what's happening, what's already happening with climate change, including one of the aspects that Extinction Rebellion is trying to draw particular attention to, which is that we are already in the midst of a mass extinction of species, various species around the world as one of the effects of climate change.
0: Where do you see these demonstrations heading?
1: As I said, we're at the beginning of two weeks of so it will be interesting to see whether they grow in size and, and in their drama and whether or not governments respond to them. If governments do not respond to them, I think it's likely to that we could expect to see an escalation in tactics because certainly the science is on their side. They're, they're right. And, you know, the urgency isn't going away. Uh, we might see some positive results, though, so in terms of policy and regulation uh, around emissions. And I think we might see more of what we are already seeing, which is a response from political leaders at a more local level. So there are a lot of mayors of cities that are responding to this and taking what action they can locally. The mayor of Montreal, the mayor of Paris uh, are two examples of where they're really doing things to, you know, improve uh, taking transit, you know, reducing driving in their cities. Copenhagen has taken a lot of steps and they've reduced their emissions by something like 60% over the last several years. So that may be one of the effects where it's not I mean, not necessarily at the national or at the global scale as we need, but we have these cities that take action and that can provide some leadership, uh, you know, a model for others to follow.
0: Thank you very much for this.
1: You're very welcome.